to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. We thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father, for the Father that you have given us. We thank you, Lord, for the anointing that is upon the church. We are grateful, Lord, for your spirit. We ask this afternoon, Lord, that your spirit will lead us through the sharing of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You see, there are so many things that this prophet has taught us. How to yeah. do that? There's so many things. How to anything that we do, he has taught us how to do it. You know, isn't that amazing? You cannot, I don't know where else we can acquire such wisdom, but these things, we are who we are today because of this church. True. You know our mindset, the way we think, the decisions we make, you know, how we differ from some of our colleagues and so on and so forth, is because of the church. True. Because they went to the same school with you. Oh, yeah. You understand? But your thinking is different. You know, your assessment of things is different. The way you look at marriage is different. The way you are looking to who should marry and who to do this, all of these things are different. And it's because of this great anointed man of God that we have. Hallelujah. Everything that even you have heard me say to you, Mm. everything that you have heard me say to you is from him. You understand? If you say that I have an anointed pastor, it's from him. True. You understand? We we don't have anything else. We don't have anything else. Everything that we have taught you is from him. It's from the books, his messages, his preaching videos. That is all we share with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So he deserves an honor. Amen. Well, today we want to share a short message. Um, we don't have a lot of time left, but um, we are in status 527. Now, I've explained to you what is status 527. Yes. And this is what we have now in the church, that in all of our churches in the UD, we share the same messages. We are sharing the same message Sunday after Sunday. Okay. And so I, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And I, I have been blessed with Status 527. I don't know about you. But I have been blessed with Status 527. Now, um, today we are sharing from um, Bishop's book, um, Those Who Honor You. And we are sharing from chapter three. Preach. Okay, those who honor you. And the message, the title of the message is, the title of my message is Levels of Honor. Wow. Levels of Honor. Okay. And um, if you have the book, you can open to it and we read together. Okay. This is no secret message. It's not anywhere cooked from anywhere. It's a message that we can all read. We can read together. And we'll be blessed. So levels of honor. If you will turn with me to Romans chapter 13 and verse 3. I'm reading from the book, Those Who Honor You. 
chapter mm -hmm. 3, Levels of Honor. Romans chapter 13 and verse 3, it says, Render, therefore, are you with me? Yes. Okay, very good. Let's wait until very good. Romans chapter 13, verse 7, pardon me, verse 7. Romans 13 and verse 7. It says, render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Hallelujah. Honor to whom honor. So the Bible, the Bible is telling us to honor those who ought to be honored. Amen. Okay. Now, honor is a very important subject in the scriptures. It is very important. You know, if in the Bible, honor, to honor someone is very important. And you realize that everyone likes to be honored. Isn't that so? True. Right? Everyone likes to be honored. God likes to be honored. Do you understand? And you were made in the image of God. That is why you also like to be honored. Amen. I don't know any person who dislikes honor or who doesn't like to be honored. Do you know any person like that? No. That this person, he never likes to be honored. He, he enjoys when he's being dishonored. Hey. I've not seen a person like that. No. You understand? I don't know anyone like that. You like to be honored. You, you like to be honored. Yes. Okay. And so honor is very important. And not honoring a person, are you listening? Yes. Not honoring a person who deserves to be honest is the same thing as dishonoring the person. True. Do you understand? Yes. Because the opposite of honor is dishonor. So if honor is here and you don't honor the person and you go to the opposite, you are dishonoring. That's true. So not honoring a person is the same thing as dishonoring the person. And that is why we ought to teach it. We ought to teach it. And there are certain things that we know is good. But when we are not taught, when we are not really, it's not brought to our attention, we don't do it. That's we don't carry them on. And so we teach honor. In our church, we teach honor. Do you understand? And it's yeah. important that we do teach honor. Mm -hmm. Now, there are levels of honor. Okay? There are levels of honor. Level. And there are higher levels of honor. To honor someone, there are different levels that a person can be honored or you can feel honored in different levels. And you, you will see in Malachi chapter 1, for instance, Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. If you look at Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6, you will see definitely that there are different levels of honor. And when someone is honoring you, you can feel the honor at a certain level or different levels. It says, a son honoreth his father mm. and a servant his master. True. If I then, you know who is speaking here? God. This is God. This is God speaking through the prophet Malachi. He says, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If I then be a father, where is my honor? Mm. Okay, so children are supposed to honor their fathers. Now, if we say God, our heavenly father, he's saying, where then is my honor? 
And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts, unto you, O priest that despise my name. You see? So if you are not honoring, you are despising. True. You are not honoring, you are despising. That despise my name. And he say, how? Wherein have we despised you? Verse 7, he says, you offer, you offer polluted bread upon my altar. Do you see? So I'm showing you that there are levels of honor. Amen. And God feels sometimes some of our honor to him is polluted bread. Hmm. And, he, and he sees it. So you have honored, but it's polluted bread. Mercy. Do you yeah. understand? It's not like you didn't bring anything. You brought something. Everyone saw that there was something in the envelope that you put on the altar. Hey. But God, the one who is being honored, sees it as polluted bread. Mercy. When he took the envelope. Wow. He says, wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Mm. Verse 8. He says, and if ye offer, so you want to know how you offer polluted offerings and different levels of offering. He says, if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? <laughs> so people were bringing goats and sheep and cows to be, you know, to, as an offering, as a sacrifice to the Lord. Mm. But these farmers, they will look in their, uh, in their flock and they will look for the goat who is blind. Do you understand? Because a goat who is blind, your life, your life span is probably short. You cannot keep you for too long. <laughs> or they don't even like blind goats because perhaps you are sick from something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So right. let us offer that goat or a sheep who is blind or a cow, blind cow. Mercy. That is what they will look. They see this cow or this goat, the way he, it moves around with the, with the other sheep, knocking people, run about here and there. They realize you can't see properly. And then they go and stand in front of the goat and then they do this. They wave their hand and the goat cannot see that this one is for the Lord. Mercy. So that is how they were offering to the Lord. <laughs> you see, he says, You offer blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if you offer the lame and the sick, so they see the, the sheep that is limping, you know, the sheep maybe the some animal tried to attack them and he made it escape, but now the sheep has been limping for the whole week, it's still not getting well. That Sunday, that sheep is for the Lord, mercy, <laughs> okay. And, the, and then he says, offer this unto the governors. Offer this to your governors. Mm. Will he be pleased with thee or accept thy person? Say the Lord of hosts. So you see, this is how it is. We pay IRS. You know, we pay without fail. If we, we pay, you know, even they take a source, whether you like it or not. Mm. And you cannot cheat. You can, if you do anything, they will come after you. So you don't cheat. So you give exactly what is due. You honor Uncle Sam, what is due him? <laughs> but when it comes to the church, you don't honor. A higher anointing, you don't honor. Mm. God, you don't honor properly. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes. So there are different levels of honor. And in this book, in this chapter, we are going to learn the different levels of honor so that you can also recognize when someone honors you, you know the type of honor. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because there are greater and greater levels of honor that you can receive. Okay? And it means that you can be honored from 
one level to another and you will feel it because you are being honored. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's so right. if God expects us to honor, it means you will be blessed if you do honor. Amen. If God stresses on honor and says it is expected, we ought to honor the prophet who has taught us, then it means that if you do it, you are obeying God and Amen. he will bless you. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's yes. right. So the first level of honor that I want to share with you, the first level of honor is when you are recognized. Wow. That is the first level of honor. Wow. Okay. It's right. when you are recognized. Okay. Now we want to read Mark chapter 6 and verse 1. Mark chapter 6 and verse 1 to 5. We are reading to five, from verse 1 to 5. So just pay attention. We are reading Mark chapter 6 and verse 1. It says, and Mark chapter 6, and he went out, Mark chapter 6, and he went out from thence and came into his own country and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished, saying, from whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own kin, mm. and in his own house. His own kin means his own people. Mm. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folks and healed them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So why is being recognized important? Why is it important that we even talk about being recognized? It's because if people do not recognize you for who you are, they often do not honor you. Do you Ooh. understand? If it's people true. don't recognize you for who you are, they don't honor you. Mm. If they do not honor you, they do not believe in you. Wow. When people do not honor you, they don't believe in you. And when you do not when they do not believe in you, your ministry does not work with them. Mercy. This is why we teach about honoring. True. Because we want the ministry to work yes. for you. Amen. When you do not honor, it's a sign that you don't believe in the person. And when you don't believe in the person, the person's ministry cannot bless you. It does not work for you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So when Jesus Christ came to Jerusalem, he was not recognized as the Messiah. Mm. They didn't recognize him. They did not honor him. Instead, they killed him. Mercy. And they, 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 sent, they shot in his life. They took him out of their lives quickly because they did not recognize him as the Messiah. Mm. They recognized him as something else. You see, the kind of recognition that they gave to Jesus made it impossible for him to be recognized. 
Or to be honest. True. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes right. The kind of recognition. Look, look, look at how they recognize him. They recognize him as a carpenter. Mm. They saw him as a carpenter. They recognize him as the son of Mary. You know, in the Hebrew tradition, they don't even describe someone. Whenever they're talking, they talk about the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham. You know, they talk about the son of the father. Mm -hmm. But him, they brought him, that's like you are a bastard. We don't even know your father. Mercy. You are a son of Mary. Whoa. You understand? Yes. They recognize him as one of five brothers. Mercy. They say his brothers, Joseph, Judah, and Simon, and, you know, James. There are five of them, and he, who is he? Mercy. So they recognize him as a, one of five brothers. They recognize Jesus as the brother of James, Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon. And his sisters. They knew, they knew his sisters. He also has sisters. And you know how sometimes sisters behave. You understand? Sometimes they fight in the, in the market or, you know, some boyfriend fight, this thing. They saw all of these things. And that's his, it's his relatives, his sisters. You are preaching. Sisters. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And so when he came, they could not recognize who he is. Because they associated him with these things. Mm. And that is what the case is. That is usually the case. And they said to themselves, how could this man, whom they knew as a carpenter, be the son of God? How can he be a son of God? We mm. know his brothers. We know his sister. We know what he does. He's been working here, going back and forth, carrying chairs on his head sometimes when he was a young boy to sell. Mm. Have you seen people carry chairs? Sometimes they load chairs. They can pack chairs, like eight, sometimes ten chairs. And one person is carrying them on his head. <laughs> Where I'm from, some people, they can do that. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, and then yes. they will come and they are tired and then they will ask them to put it down. Mm. They will put it down and then they will, someone wants to buy one. So the person will take one after the other, look at it, sit on it, put it down, take another one and take all the pile down. And then it says, person says, I don't like any of them. And then the person will now pack the whole thing, rearrange them again. Mm. And then needs help to carry it on his head. And the person has even walked away. <laughs> they saw Jesus going through all of these things. <laughs> and now he says he's the son of God. I need a bench. So they failed to recognize him as a son of God. They failed to honor him. Hallelujah. Amen. Now when God sends a man amongst us. Mm. When God sends someone, you know, he sends men amongst us. It is very important for us to recognize them. Is that, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. When God sends someone amongst us, it is important for us. It is to mm. our benefit to recognize the man or the woman of God that he sends to us. Mm. Naturally, it is difficult to recognize an ordinary person as one sent from God. It is naturally difficult. Mm. I, am, I am sharing a very important message with you. Very important. It is naturally difficult mm. to recognize a person yes. that you mm. know, someone that you know, hey. someone that goes to the bathroom, the same bathroom. Yeah, that you know, 
Sometimes, you know, we try and we say, this is pastor's bathroom. Know, and they put it in the sanctuary inside there. But girls go there and do that. And then they go and change all kinds of things there. And then afterwards, they, they, you go there too. Shalabush. You understand? So they, 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 they saw all these things. So you, if, when you see a person presented to you like that, especially when the person is taken from amongst you and presented to you, yeah. you cannot record. It's difficult. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> even the person himself. You see, even you as a person who God has called, a called person, person called by God, sometimes you find it difficult to recognize the call. That's true. Always you find true. it difficult to feel that you, you, I mean, because you know yourself, <laughs> you know your thoughts sometimes, <laughs> you do, and all kinds of things you find, you, you, do, you do all kinds of things, and, and then God has called oh. you. So sometimes even you, you doubt yourself. You are prophesying. So I'm sharing with you that it's difficult to recognize a called person. True. Oh. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, yes. But unfortunately for us, or fortunately, because whatever God does is good, good, God always will choose a man. Wow. And no man is perfect. At all. Do you understand? And you, the man who is not perfect, or the woman who is not perfect also, God has chosen you. And you know in yourself that you are not perfect. Uh, yeah, you man. know in yourself that sometimes you are praying and you fall asleep. Kabadosh. You understand what I'm sharing with you? You know in yourself that sometimes you are fasting and you are so hungry that well, let me just drink something. This is, a, this is a hot sauce. You know yourself. <laughs> you are preaching the word. <laughs> you understand what I'm sharing with hey, you? That's right. You know yourself that sometimes you are not able to even read the Bible for the day. But God has called you. Are you understand what I'm sharing with yes. you? So it is important, it is important that you recognize that. Listen, God will always use a man. Samuel, Samuel was a powerful prophet that God really had called. God had called him, but he didn't even recognize that God has called him. He couldn't oh. even hear the voice of God. Oh. And so sometimes you even need someone to guide you into the calling, oh. someone to lead you and say you are called. Someone to bring to your attention and say, listen, this is a call of God on your life. Wow. So it means that you who is receiving this person who is called, then your, your, your difficulty, your level of difficulty to receive the person is even challenging. And Very. that is why these things, they are done in faith. That wow. if you are saying God has called you and you are prophesying and you are, I believe it. And if you are believing it, you are not believing in the man. You are believing in the word of God. Wow. You are believing in God. And that is what God is looking for. God is not looking that you believe in the man. That is why when Moses and Aaron, the, the people were criticizing him, he says, who is Aaron? Who is Moses? That you criticize them. They are nothing. They are just like you. Wow. Wow. So it is important for you to purposely make up your mind that I will honor this person. As a person sent from God. Wow. And when you do that, that is when you receive a blessing. 
That is when God blesses you because you are telling God that, Lord, I know that you don't have any perfect person to send. Mm. But if this is the person that you are sending, I am receiving this person. I am honoring this person as a person coming from you. And Mm. therefore, God looks at that and then he's pleased with you because then you are telling him that his choice is perfect. His choice is good. What he has chosen, you receive it. You accept it and he will Mm. bless you. Mm. Man. You are preaching. You are preaching. I understand what I'm sharing with you. And this is the reason why we teach honoring. Because when we don't teach it, you don't see it. That is valuable. Mm. You don't see the importance. Hallelujah. Mm. You don't like my message, right? We love it. We love it. We are enjoying it, right? We are enjoying the message. Now, it is also important that Mm. you recognize the person that God has sent to you quickly. And honor the person quickly. Wow. So when we announce, for instance, we are saying that honor this person, honor the prophet, do this, do it quickly. Don't wait. Don't wait. Because you want to wait until you really feel that it, he deserves the honor. You want to see a miracle. The person will go away from you. Mercy. You understand? It is not good to stay among people who do not honor you. So when you recognize that people don't honor you, you move away. The heart is gone. The heart is gone. So the ability for people to acknowledge you is the key to their ability to honor you. Amen. You are teaching. As a man of God, you may or may not be recognized for who you are. Mm. You know, Bishop talks about, he says he realized that some of the greatest pastors are not recognized by their fellow pastors. They are not recognized. They are great pastors, but their fellow pastors don't honor them. Amen. They actually despise them and say all kinds of things about them sometimes. Okay. Some of the greatest prophets are not acknowledged or even noticed in their own countries. Mercy. Hallelujah. You see, our prophet, for instance, he is a great prophet. I mean, the country where he is from, they know his beginnings. They know oh, yeah. where he started from. And so even when he was having Give Thyself Holy Conference, ministers from other countries, 150 nations, Ministers from different countries were joining to listen to him, to hear him, night after night, hours, unusual hours. But ministers who are around him, who are in local place, who are in a country, they don't recognize him like that. You are familiar. Familiar. And that is what Jesus was saying, that a prophet is not without honor. Wow. He's not without, it's not, it's not that he has no honor, but amongst his, in his own country. Mercy. Amongst his own kin and his, mm. in, in his own house, it is difficult. And that is why I'm teaching you. You are preaching. Otherwise, it. it will be difficult for you, Thank you to recognize an anointed man of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rev. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Rev. When your eyes are open, then mm. you recognize an anointed man of God. So you remember the story about the two disciples who were walking to Emmaus nice, after nice. Jesus died and he rose. Okay. We, um, we don't, okay. Let us read this scripture because um, it's here. Luke chapter 24 and verse 13. Luke 24 and verse 13. It says, and behold, two of them, these were two disciples. Two of them, when this mm. is after Jesus had died, okay, and he's risen, and 
the people who are moving from Jerusalem, they came, they saw the festivities and the crucifixion and all of that, and they are going home sad. Mm. And on their way home, as they were walking, this, and behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, yes. which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself, say Jesus himself. Jesus himself. Jesus himself. Jesus himself. You see? The Bible, I always share with you that it doesn't use any word unnecessarily. Frivolous. Okay. So the Bible says Jesus himself drew near mm. and went with them. Okay. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. Mm. Wow. Their wow. eyes were holding. That means mm. their eyes can be, your eyes can be closed spiritually. Mercy that you will not recognize the person that God has sent to you. Mm. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? It yes. says their eyes were holding. Their eyes were holding that they should not know him. So your eyes can be holding or your eyes can be closed spiritually that the person is with you, a person yes. sent from God, but you cannot see him. Mercy. So you need to pray that your eyes be open. Amen. I'm telling you, that is why if you have come to the church and I've welcomed you before and you I, you, I ask you if you want to join the church and you are not sure. I say, pray about it. Pray about mm. it. Mm. Pray that God will lead you to the church where he wants you to be. Daddy, pray. Because your eyes ought to be open to receive the person that mm. God has sent into your life. Mm. So he said, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. The next verse. And he said unto them, what manner of communication are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? That means, what are you guys talking about yes. as you walk, talking to yourselves and you look so sad? Okay? And the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, you see, I want you to pay attention that Jesus said, what is this, that is, what is happening that you are talking amongst yourself you know, and you're looking so sad, okay? Now, first of all, this should even, it will make you feel that you are not even expecting him to be yeah. a man sent from God. Because if he was really a man sent from God, then he should know everything. True. If he was really the son of God, then he should know everything. But he threw a question to them and makes him feel like he doesn't even know anything. So the next verse, they said, and the one of them whose name was Cleopas answering said unto him, Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Forgive. This is how they recognize him. <laughs> this is how they recognize him. Are thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? Mercy. It's like you are the last person, you are the last stranger in Jerusalem that doesn't know what is happening. Mercy. And has not known the things which are come to pass there in these days. Okay, so this is, again, a foreign country. I'm, I'm, and people from another um, town who have come to Jerusalem and they are walking back and they encounter Jesus and their eyes are closed that they cannot see him. So Jesus now began to share with them the scriptures. 
beginning from the, the, the Old Testament all the way through his time about all the prophecies, how that they relate to all the events that they have seen. Mm. And then finally he sat down with them and they broke bread. And then their eyes were opened wow. and they recognized him. Mm. So it is important that we teach, we hear. Jesus taught them the scriptures. Mm. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing? Yes. yes. Right. Jesus a great them. message. And when you are taught, allow your eyes to be open. Don't Amen. shun the message. Don't say, mm-hmm. mm, here they come again. <laughs> the message because it you are is a prophet. Important. It's important for you that your eyes be open. Amen. It's important. It's important that your eyes be open. And Amen. that is why Jesus, beginning from the scriptures, he didn't need to. He took the whole journey with just two people. And he cared so much that these people care about what is happening. They care about the Messiah. They care about the person who was crucified. But they don't really know the details. They don't know really about him. They saw all the events, but they couldn't put them together. That this was actually the Bible played before their eyes. Mm. And so he began to teach them. And their eyes were open. When Mm. you are taught and your eyes open, it becomes easy for you to honor the person. If you continue to read the scripture, when their eyes were open, they were they, they just bowed. They 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 took off. They ran back mm. to the disciples to share this great, amazing story with them, which is an honor in itself. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understanding the word of God? Yes, yes right. We are enjoying it. So um what is our time now? 142. Okay, let me give you just um, Keep preaching. a few Love points it. and then we can bring the service to a close. So the second level of honor is when they listen to you gladly. Mm-hmm. When the people listen to you gladly. gladly. Do you understand? So listening, so this I'm sharing with you different levels of honor. And I share with you the first honor, the first level when they recognize you. And the second level of honor is when they listen to you gladly. Are you enjoying the message? Yes. yes. Say amen. Oh, yes. Amen. amen. Wonderful. So, Mark chapter 12 and verse 34. Mark chapter 12 and verse 34. Mark 12, 34. And when Jesus saw that, he answered discreetly. So, this is when Jesus had taught them and this person came. And he had a wisdom that Jesus was sharing with the people and he wanted to pose a difficult question. And then he asked about which one is the greatest commandment. And Jesus told them about love the Father with all your heart, with your mind, your soul, and your strength, and so on. And when Jesus saw that, he, so when Jesus shared this with him, the man also answered in, in, in agreement in, or in, 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 in concurring with what Jesus said. And so he, the way he answered, it made Jesus really feel that the man has really caught yeah, the spirit of the word and he understood. Mm-hmm. So the Bible says, and when Jesus saw that he had answered discreetly, he it's said true. unto him, thou art not far from the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. No man after that dares ask him any question. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jesus answered and said, while he taught in the temple, how say the scribes that Christ is the son of God, a son of David? For David himself said by the Holy Ghost, the Lord said to my Lord, 
sit down on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. Mm -hmm. David therefore himself calleth him Lord, and whence is he then his son? Mm -hmm. So Jesus was teaching them about some of the controversies that they were having among themselves. That, you know, they say that he's a son, the, the Messiah will come and he's the son of David, David and this and that. So all this confusion was going on. So Jesus was posing these questions to them. But they were not even listening. But the Bible says, and the common people heard him gladly. Amen. The common people heard him gladly. Do you see? So Amen. if you listen to, even if you read, we don't have time to read and go over. But if you read this account, it was even complex. Okay? And it's confusing. But Jesus was trying to break it down to them. And the common people heard him gladly. Common man. Now that means that the common people, they beheld him. They accepted him. They honored him. And so God opened the understanding of their hearts. And they received him and they heard him with joy. Amen. Listen, when you recognize the anointing that is upon a man of God, his preaching is sweet to you. Oh, you yes. listen to him with gladness. Delicious. You like to hear him preach. Mm. Do you understand? That is when you recognize the anointing upon the man of God. So these common people, they saw his miracles. They saw the power. They were happy to hear him. And God opened the eyes of the understanding. And they heard him gladly. Amen. Come on, man. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, man. Heard him gladly. Hallelujah. So the common people in Israel honored Jesus. How do we know that? We know that he was honored by these people because they listened to him gladly. 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 When you pay attention to what someone is saying, you are honoring the person. Wow. You see, if a person is excited to hear from you, he has a lot of respect for you. You are preaching. Those who do not respect you may listen to you, but not gladly. Yeah, and they are on their you understand? Those who do not respect you, they want the service to end. You are taking too long. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> they don't listen something. to you gladly. They want you to end the service. They are on their phone. Isn't that so? It, when you have no respect for someone, you want the person to stop talking. Yeah. But when you honor a person, when you have respect for a person, you want you... Look, when I travel and I go home, my father is very old. You know, but I have so much respect for him. I sit with him and he has so many stories. And the stories he has told me before, sometimes five, <laughs> three, ten times. And he's telling me the same stories. And I'm listening. And sometimes I take a book and I'm writing some of these stories down. Wow. You understand? And he sees that and he said, he's so happy. You know, he's so happy that. You know, I have traveled, I have come out. this far, and I'm not going out to see friends. I'm not going, I'm sitting with him and just listening to him. <laughs> listening to him. That's why, when I say I'm going to Ghana, that's what I go to do. I go to sit with my father and just listen to him talk. Wow. That's an example of honoring. We wake up from morning, and after we have had breakfast, we have done everything, it's my sitting down to hear him talk. Wow. And he enjoys it. Okay. You see? So when you honor someone, mm -hmm. you listen to him gladly. Wow. And I pay attention and I ask him questions so that he knows that I am listening. Mm -hmm. It's not the type of listening that when I ask you, what was the last thing that I said? And you all don't remember. <laughs> forgive. Shame on me. Shame on me. Shame on me. Shame on me. Hallelujah. Let me Amen. give you one last point and then we will uh, preach on. 
The third level of honor is when they change their behavior. Wow. When they change their behavior. You see, that is the third level of honor. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 8. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 8. But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. So this scripture, what it means is that if you don't have any discipline, if you are, you are without chastisement, you are not being disciplined, which everyone has to be a partaker of. That is what he's saying. Yeah. Everyone, everyone ought to be a, disciplined. A person should meet. Uh-huh. Now, if you, you are not being disciplined, the definition okay. of that is that you are a bastard. For, forgive. You are not a son or you are not daughters. You are not sons, you are not daughters. Are you listening? Yes. The next verse. It says, furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which Mm. corrected us, Mm. and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and life? You see? So what he's saying is that we have had biological fathers who disciplined, they corrected us, and we respected them. Oh, yeah, we are happy. Give them reference. I was just sharing with you about how I go and listen to my father. And now he's saying, shall we not even much rather, that means even more, be in subjection or have that same honor and reference unto the fathers of spirit, the father of spirits and live, because that makes you live. Mm. Mm. You see? So obedience... And change of the lifestyle is a great sign of respect. When someone corrects you, when someone talks to you, and then you listen, and then you change your lifestyle, it makes you change certain decisions. It is a great level of respect. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. When you change your behavior and begin to do something differently, just because someone told you to do so, it is a sign that you respect the person greatly. Wow, you are preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. But oftentimes, you see, what happens is people ask for advice. People ask for advice. They ask for direction. But they have made up their minds already. It's just formality. They call you and they are asking you this. They have made a decision already. They have made up their minds already. They have decided what they are going to do already. But it is not nice that they don't tell the pastor. So they yes. pose the question <laughs> to you and they are asking you as if, you know, they want your opinion. They have their mind. They right. know what they're doing. Remember, we are keeping you in the know. Mm-hmm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes, well. So when someone, you, you bring your, you bring certain things to a, a person who you claim to honor and the person advises you, the person counsels you, the person directs you and you don't change, there's no change it is a great sign of dishonor. It means you have no respect for the person. At all. So it means that you came to the person with your mindset already. You didn't, you, it was just a formality. You just but, came to, so that you sit down and you, don't, you can't say that we never came to you. I didn't tell you. You can't say that I didn't tell you. From full respect. It's so, so it's a sign that they don't honor you. When hey. people come to you like that. You are teaching, you are teaching. You. Oh. Hallelujah. Sometimes when a married couple are having an intractable, difficult problem, problem that has no ending, 
they cannot solve it. And mm. so they call upon a more senior person. Have you realized yeah. that? Oh, yes. They make all the people sit down and then they call upon some old senior person to come and sit in. True. Come and sit in and listen to the issue. So they, they'll bring this person in and they feel that his words should make a difference. Yeah. They feel that when this person speaks, sometimes you are a daughter, you have packed your things and you have gone back to your mother. But when this person says, I don't even want to hear what you are saying, go and take your things and go back. There's yeah. no discussion. Never that because you honor the person so much. so much. You are looking at how wicked this man has been to you. He's cheap. He doesn't give you money. He doesn't buy you this. He doesn't do you. And you are packed and you are gone. Come the back. The person says, go back. Go back. And then you put your tail between your legs and then you carry your things and then you go, go back. Go, you that go is honor. Honor for someone that you honor. <laughs> you understand? Sometimes even the, the advice that they are giving you, okay, sometimes it doesn't even make sense to you. You don't agree to it. At all. But you, you choose to do it out of honor. That's true. You are preaching. You choose to do it out of honor. And when you do that, I am telling you that because of that, God blesses you because God likes honor. The honor word, when it comes in to make you do something, to make you act on advice, to make you act on some counseling direction, because of that, it doesn't make sense to you. But you act on it because you have honor for this person. God makes it work for you. What a teacher. What a teacher. Wow. Wow. Listen, Christianity, let me tell you something. It doesn't always make sense. At all. It doesn't always make sense. So if you are always going to make sense of why you should do things, you miss up on God. Oh, yes. The bishop shared something very powerful. And Mm. he shared about things about faith. And he says, without faith, without faith, when you Mm. are not putting faith in it, when you are honoring a person, especially pertaining to certain things that you don't understand, you are acting upon faith. And when you do that, you please God. You please God, and God will also reward you. Amen. 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 So every preacher has people who do not respect him. Forgive. Forgive. Every preacher has people who do not respect him. They are there, they are in a church, but they have no respect for him. That is why sometimes, even in a church, you will find people who... Have, they are in a church, but they have some other prophets somewhere that they call on the phone to discuss things. They, they send them tithe. They do all kinds of things. You hey, see, Marche, I'm who are those? Who are those? Uh, you, you, you know yourself. They didn't come. They, didn't they, they are didn't smiling. Come. They are here. <laughs> Prophetess. So a lot of people do not, a lot of people did not respect Jesus. They didn't respect him. And when yes. Jesus has taught us about eternity when he has shared about eternity and shared about the next life after death and judgment and this hell and heaven they did not it didn't matter to them they did not respect it at all they didn't listen Mm. but you'll be judged for your dishonor you'll be judged for your dishonor 
Many yes. people mock at the gospel. They mock at the gospel and they show absolute disrespect, disregard, and dishonor towards the gospel. They, they mock, they laugh at the gospel. But I'm telling you that a day will come that they are going to be judged based on their dishonor. Yes. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. yes. Sometimes you go and you share the gospel with people and they, it's like you are annoying them. You are annoying them. The gospel, the gospel. Do you understand? Good news, good the news. gospel. And so they fail to receive from you. And so many people have no respect. We are preaching. But you are not of such. Amen. God asked the children of Israel to keep his Sabbath as a sign of respect to him. God saw the keeping of the Sabbath as respect. He said, keep my Sabbath and reverence me. Whenever you change your behavior and change your life and change something you do, you mm. show your respect to the one who spoke to you. Wow. Failure to obey is failure to honor. You are preaching. This is a very important statement. You see, sometimes some, we will tell you to do something. Do you understand? We yes. will tell you to do something and... You ought to change. You ought to change your, 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 your lifestyle to suit or to make it possible for you to even carry on what you have been told to do. Yeah, flow service, sleepers. We have announced the flow services and the flow prayer meetings week after week. We've been talking about it week after week, but people are not willing to make any change in their lifestyle to accommodate, to adopt to these meetings. They yes, are not sir. willing. You know, I see even shepherds, they don't come on. I, I, I go through the list. I'm looking. I'm looking Ooh. as we are on. I will say, even if you are working, at least come and pray. Mm. You are a shepherd. Come and pray at least three hours and mm. then go to bed. You are a student. At least come and pray two hours mm. and then go to bed, wake up, do your... But people will not just come on. They say, you can't change me. You, they are not willing to change their lifestyle. Their sleep pattern, this thing, this thing that has come cannot change them. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm sharing with Micro you? Micromanaging their life. They say yeah. you're yeah. micromanaging them. <laughs> and shepherd, if you're a shepherd and you cannot, you, can, you cannot change your lifestyle to accommodate the move of God, to accommodate what God is doing, I can assure you that you cannot be a pastor. Mercy. I can tell you that. Because you can define how God speaks to you. Mm. You can prescribe for God the time that he should talk to you. You mm -hmm. are going to have to learn to adapt yourself. Adjust yourself. And to change your lifestyle. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm... So this thing about... As I'm standing here, I went to work yesterday. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, some people were trying to reach me. I couldn't even answer a phone. Do you understand? And then there's other responsibility that I have with the pastor's group that I have to organize them for something. I was supposed to do all of it. Was, it was like a very busy day. As I'm standing, I've not slept since yesterday at 7 a.m. Wow. Okay. And I'm standing here ministering with you. I have to change my lifestyle. I have to still wait on the Lord. How where did I get this message from? I waited on the Lord for the Lord to speak to me. I cannot say that, Lord, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. Then I will sleep. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you have to, you cannot, you can, if you cannot adapt to the moves of God, you can never be a pastor. Wow. You can never be a pastor. 
What a message. It was not easy for Jesus to fast for 40 days. Can you fast for one? Six to six, you are struggling. <laughs> six to six. That forgo your meal, you are struggling. It's not easy. Shalabush. You have to adapt to the move of God. Mm. You have to adapt. And that goes for everyone that seeks the face of God. You are praying to the Lord. You have to adapt. When we announce something, you should be able to change your lifestyle. Yeah. I love your back screen. I, your back is beautiful. Yeah. You have to share that with me. Yeah, when you change, that. when you adapt to your life, when you adapt to your lifestyle, you are telling God that no matter which way He moves, you're meeting Him. But people are mm. not willing. Even sometimes simple instruction as when you come on, give us a way. <laughs> some people consistently they come on. I'm watching. I'm looking. Okay. You can do that, and you know yourselves, beloved. Let us repent. And let us move with God as he moves. And let us learn to honor. Amen. Honor people who lead us. Honor people that God sends to us. Amen. And God will bless us. Put your hands together for the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful. Why don't you stand to your feet and pray? Father, we are thankful. And grateful. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for ministering to us. We thank you, Father, for teaching us how to honor the levels of sin. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance into this great truth. Give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here, you are listening to me, and you want to give your life to Christ. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord, pray. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive the Lord. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If that is your prayer, I want you to say this prayer with me. Repeat this after me. You want to be born again. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Repeat this prayer after me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. And be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. So help me God. So help me God. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Sing Shana. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.